0: Comics Online, dude, speaking of comics, perfect segue. Comics Online in 2000, the year 2000, uh, Kevin Goswan Goswan, uh, fulfilled a geek dream of turning the website of his local comic book shop into a serious comic-anchored geek pop culture website. Ugh. Again, I say it a lot. This is why I love the $200 ads. I like this. I like hearing stories like this. Yeah, it makes you feel good inside. It makes you feel good inside. It gives you hope, man. Entrepreneurs everywhere. People like putting their dreams to work for them. I watched my old man work at the post office for years of his life, and he hated working his job. Here's people our generation figuring out, and even the younger generation figuring out, I'm going to figure out what I like to do and earn off of that. That's how I'm going to, never mind getting a job, waiting for a handout or something like that. This cat's like, I like comics. I'm going to turn it into my fucking life's business. That does it for me. Kevin Goswan is a true goddamn American hero, yes. right up there with that guy that landed the plane safely, <laughs> Yes, Sully. He's like Sully, he's the next Sully, this motherfucker should be on Oprah. Today, Kevin continues to recruit other like-minded geeks to join him on his quest to become the best geek pop culture site on the interwebs. <coughs> At ComicsOnline.com, you'll find Blu-ray and video game reviews, as well as exclusive interviews with the best creators and stars. Of all your favorite geek genre TV shows like Doctor Who, Stargate, and here's one you like, Chuck. Oh, you watch Chuck, Chuck don't you? You've, you've mentioned it once or twice. Ne-
1: Chuck has a nerd, right? He's the n- nerd on his... No, Chuck
0: I've spoken about because... Uh, anyway, that's not really interesting. <laughs> You're like, it's a, it's neither here nor there, but yes, I'm familiar with yes. Chuck. <laughs> um, as well as uh, uh, movies and games of all genres, but besides single uh, questions at Comic-Con and Red State, remember that guy asking about Sir at Seattle? Yeah, I do. That's you? Mm-hmm. They still haven't been able to interview Kevin Smith. So clearly, they still have a long way to go. But meanwhile, Kevin Smith just gave you the review of a lifetime, bitch. Oh, yeah. I called Kevin Goswan, a true American hero, up there with Sully. Dude, that's way better than interviewing me. What am I going to say? You talk up. to me. I say the same shit all the time.
1: Up
2: there
0: at the... Uh, I'm ladies. done paying for marketing. If I, if I, how could I spend four times the amount of a budget on my marketing budget? Mm. Sickens me. Speaking of Comic-Con, join Comics Online in San Diego July 21st for their third annual Comic Concert. This is badass. Featuring geek rock artists including Random Gibberish, Kirby Crackle, the Megas, and some surprise celebrity guests. They gotta oh. get MC Chris on there. Yes. Uh to celebrate the debut of Smodcast Internet Radio Comics Online has a contest for our Sir Listening fans. So if you're listening and you like Sir and you like comics, little meesters, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Get involved. You're trying to make that work. <laughs> Stop trying to make Little musters happen. <laughs> yeah, they are really called that. Yeah, you're going to do it. Uh, sometime today, Comics Online, they're going to tweet about Sir. If you retweet it, you're entered to win one of 37 prizes. Oh, And wow. a special in our world. From limited edition Comic Con t-shirts to DVDs, Blu-rays, comics, and video games. For additional entries and all the rules... Sign in to comicsonline.com or like Comics Online at Facebook or follow these motherfuckers on Twitter, at Comics Online, just as the way as it sounds is how it's spelled. If you like uh, Kevin, if you like your shit Kevin Smith 30, listen to the Comics Online podcast, available on iTunes for slightly less anal lingus. Read the reviews and watch the interviews at comicsonline.com. Comics Online, everything geek pop culture. Thank <laughs> you.
3: You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 11, Episode 10.2, by Odin's Beard, recorded April 30th, 2011. This episode, Kevin and Dune are joined by Carl, Matt, Elliot and eventually Kelly. Topics include the Thor premiere event, Fast Five, Avengers, and more movies, TV, games and comics.
4: of threats. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turn to dust. Podcasting from the future, like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site, like comicsonline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes. We descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech, like your name was GoBots. you hoping for iTunes, but little noob. you in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders, like Sir Pinter on his throne. Written by stand the Man, don't you ever try to serve the new guys of this book, like we drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar, consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to buffing loud and best in city. You can hear us on every radio, Stolen and Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs. Switch your internet browser
0: to comicsonline.com.
1: Hello again, and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 11, Episode 10. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me, as usual, is my co-host, Dune Murderous. hey And with us, as usual, is Carl. Hey. And we've got Elliot. Hi. And via phone on uh, Skype on his phone, we've got Matt. By Odin's beard! By Odin's beard! So Matt, why don't you tell us all about uh, Odin's beard?
5: All about Odin's beard. Wow. Well, um, it's very it's very fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, it tends to get some things stuck in it. Goat um, butt. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, we we witnessed Odin's beard on a sneak preview screening of Thor this morning. Woo!
1: Tell us all about the sneak preview is. screening. Just just set it up for us.
5: Well, uh, Cindy, in San Diego, we have uh, partnered with a marketing company uh, that does a lot of uh, promotional screenings. And if you are a friend of Comics Online on Facebook or on the site, uh, a registered user, you qualify for free passes. Or on passes. Twitter. Or on Twitter. And uh, you can qualify for free passes. And then this week, we had a screening for Fast Five and for Thor. And uh, the Thor one was this morning, and uh, it definitely was a very large turnout. We had 450-some-odd people at the theater, and about 50 of those were Comics Online uh, uh, fans.
1: Now, you say some-odd. Don't, mo- don't, you, don't you mean mostly-odd?
5: Yeah, everyone was pretty-odd. So I can't say too much because I brought Thor's hammer with me, mm. but uh, the audience seemed to want to take it from me. Uh, you know, they thought I was giving it away, which you I was not. You were
4: giving out, or you were uh, going up there, and the previous incarnations of the Comics Online sneak preview. You've given things out, and you had a sweet Thor hammer,
5: yep, but, but you kept it for we yourself. Gave, uh, we gave away copies of the Avengers animated series on DVD uh, for the complete first season of Volume 1 and Volume 2, so one lucky fan walked away with it by answering a little bit of comics trivia for Thor.
4: Nice. The so, lucky fan was his girlfriend. How uh, Thor was he? <laughs> I'm just wondering.
5: No, no. Actually, the the people who won. Um, this one guy was so shy he didn't want to yell out the answer, so his mom yelled it out for him. Nice. So, uh, so he walked away with uh, walked away with some Avengers Shut DVDs. In. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, as far as the screening itself, no, we had uh, we had a really great turnout, and uh, you know everyone was uh, very into the movie. I think that uh, we will have a lot of mixed reviews for Thor. It's a good movie. There's nothing like that's bad about it. It just is missing the beefy like substance that you want it to be. It does, it's not a standalone movie. It won't stand on its own legs. Or, you know, it's just sort of more of a chapter in the Marvel series as yeah. opposed to. It didn't have one big epic. threat by any means. Right, and that was that was the big problem with the movie. There is no singular overload, like overwhelming doom. That, you know, they have to face against, there's a few little things, and it just, you feel like you're missing something big, but again... Like Fin Fang Foom? Well, (laughs) it just, it, it has Loki, it has the Destroyer, it has all these elements, but it's not like, oh my gosh, we have to stop this, or else everyone's gonna die, you know? We, we at least had, you know, the with the first mo- Iron Man movie, you had the Iron Monger, you know, threat that's developed throughout the entire story. And you know that eventually Justin Hammer's going to be, you know, the villain. You know, with the Hulk, we, we eventually get the setup for, you know, um, the Abomination. But in this one, it feels like it's a really big setup for what will happen in Captain America and the Avengers. And we get some really great setup moments, but it definitely falls more to an Iron Man 2 as opposed to Iron Man 1, which was a mind-blowing standalone movie. Do
4: you, do you it's, agree? It's, yeah, yeah, I 100% agree I with absolutely everything. But the other thing that's just uh, interesting to point out, which I had to yell at Nomad about, was even with and everything that was uh, wrong with it, our, our bar has been raised so high because of Iron Man and uh, the newest Hulk and stuff, where it's it's still probably top three, top four superhero movies of all time it's just that the bar is recently raised so so high. So My girlfriend visuals? actually thought that it was better than Iron Man but maybe they were aiming more towards girls yeah. as it was. No, no, no but I'm saying there was more of a love. She said no, 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 no. <laughs> it it definitely, She said she didn't it, give
5: a shit v- about the love story. Right, which oh, was a me. very heavy heavy component yeah, which wasn't
1: really. She was perfect. looking forward to the hammer. <laughs>
5: The, she said it had a hammer. historical aspect to it, sort of. Just talk. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, Kelly, just come on. on.
5: No, nope, Kelly's shaking in? her head and yelling at me. Really? Come on, Kelly. They set up a lot of stuff. Uh, the The love story does take a lot of, uh, you know, uh, Showtime. But there's, I mean, there was nothing that wasn't in its place. All of the actors did an amazing job. Helmsworth was Thor. There is no question about that. Um, Hiddleston. The
4: costume uh, wasn't even annoying at all, which we no, thought it was. It looked great.
5: Not, not whatsoever. Everything worked perfectly. And, and you know, the, the casting for Loki and for Odin and for you know Natalie Portman did a good job as Jane Foster. It now, it also has to be noted that you know it's not exactly towards the comics. It's more of the ultimate version of all these. Uh, of the, the Thor story. You know, there's no Donald Blake. There's a lot of references to Donald Blake. But I was really surprised and, and Dune again, correct me if I'm wrong, there was no response from the audience whatsoever when the first reference of Donald Blake comes on the screen. Like there was it was just a silence. Am I am I wrong? Dune? Hey Dune. Can Must you guys hear contend-
2: me? Contending with the woman I hear you fine. Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> Well, I guess, you see, exactly. That's what we had the response from, uh, from that in the, in the movie. <laughs> um, no, but uh, there were there was some great moments. The Stan Lee cameo was fantastic. You know, the uh the cool forward it, to it, those thing. Yeah, So the, what yeah, was he was the, in this one? I don't want to give that away. It's, Why not? It's, it's a good one.
2: I look forward to those. I really do. Every time I, I see the movie, I'm like, what, what are you going to do for him this time? It's, I, it's I, I early
5: on in the movie, and it's a good one. I don't want to give it away because it is it's, it's different than his last few. All right. It is very different. He's not Hugh Hefner, right? Um, that was pretty awesome, Asgard, though. All the Asgard stuff is is dead on. It looks like Asgard. It feels like Asgard. You know, you uh, you know, there was questions about how they would do the Rainbow Bridge and. Uh, they really they did the Warriors 3 perfectly. The, the casting for the Warriors 3 and for Sif was great. I really was disappointed that Zach Levi didn't get to play one of the Warriors 3 uh, because of uh, you know the fact that Chuck Season 3 got picked up for the back half, so he was unavailable. Originally, he was supposed to be... Um, oh, I can't remember which one he was supposed to be. Wait, uh, who? Zach Levi was originally going to be one of the Warriors 3. Wow. I yeah, would but he was unavailable.
1: have had, had been a fan
5: draw. Yeah, they had offered him uh, one of the spots, but because of Chuck season three being picked up for the back half, he was una- unavailable. And I think he would have done a fantastic job. But really, there was nothing wrong with the cast. All the actors did. Wait, so so were the Warriors three in it? Yes. Oh, very much so. And and Lady Sif was in it, and she had a very big role, and she was perfect. You know, plays Anthony Hopkins was perfect as well. I mean, really. There's nothing wrong with the movie. The movie is still a good movie. It just didn't have that extra push that you really want to have, you know, to make it epic and memorable, you know? Right. But I I think it's definitely going to be something that people are going to go into and either love it or hate it. And that was sort of the review, like, the, the reactions we were getting from the people coming out of the theater. It was either you really, really liked it or you were like, meh. So... Um, We did see it in uh, 3D, and I think the 3D aspect was done very well. Um, Right up there with how Green Hornet felt seamless. You know, this wasn't, like, overwhelmingly annoying, you know, which a lot of 3D still is pretty annoying, but I think this was handled handled, uh, pretty seamlessly. I liked the uh, uh, pickup from, if you remember, at the end of Iron Man 2, Agent Coulson shows up on the scene in uh, New Mexico um, just saying, we found it, and they integrate right. that scene seamlessly into the movie. Um, there is another scene after the credits, so make sure you stay because it is good, it is important. Um, but, you know, it's just the whole movie itself. Visually, it was spectacular, the acting was spectacular, but the plot itself needed an extra push. And, and really, the other issue was that Loki is supposed to be this very mis- mischievous guy, and it's unfortunately the setup for it as opposed to him at his peak so which I think we're going to see him and his peak in a later movie maybe when all these heroes are coming together to fight a common foe but you know uh, I think we're going to see the Loki that we wanted in this movie in that one instead because it's setting up for it so again it's another chapter but it's definitely worth seeing and it really sets the stage for the bigger things in the Avengers and the next Thor movie which there will be another
1: one. So Sif is Jamie Alexander.
5: Yeah, and she was hot.
1: <laughs> nice. And she's been in some horror stuff and in Kyle XY. Yep. Um, who are the
5: other three Warriors?
1: Three. Uh, Volstag is Ray Stevenson. That's hilarious. So yeah. they put him in a fat suit or something?
5: Yep. He and he was he was good. He did a good job in it. He so did, Ray just, Stevenson, factor. I just saw.
1: He was in the he was the bad guy or one of the bad guys in the other guys, um, and obviously he's in. Uh, well, he was the Punisher, the second Punisher.
5: Yeah.
1: And then a bunch of other stuff.
5: Um. But so I mean, really, I, I highly recommend the movie. It's worth seeing. It's just don't go in with high expectations. I went in with very low expectations for Thor because out of Thor and Captain America, you know, I really want to hope that Captain America is going to be the stronger of the two. But Thor, I think, is still very solid. In in comparison to the other Marvel movies, it's above Daredevil, it's above X-Men 3, it's above Ghost Rider, you know, it's above Fantastic Four, but I think it's not... uh, you know, it's it's still with. Is it around,
1: above Incredible Hulk?
5: I think it's right up there with Incredible Hulk. I think it's above Iron Man Two, or at least on par with Iron Man Two. Okay. Because it, it's a setup movie. That's really all it is. You know, it's it's setting the stage for something bigger, but you know, it's an introduction. But unfortunately, it's not the inter- introduction that we got with Iron Man One
1: alright right, so Fandral instead of uh, Zach Levi is Josh Dallas who's been in yes. just a few things some horror and some uh, TV episodes and, and then the Hogan the, it, it the Grim is uh, Tadanobu Asanu
5: and uh, he's actually been in quite a bit and he's, he is recognizable in the movie
1: He's been in a ton of uh, martial arts films. Asian dude, um, obviously, uh, <laughs> with the name. But uh, yeah, so so what? Did, so tell us more.
5: The more, I mean, really, the, like Dune said, the costume is not as uh, annoying as everyone thought it was going to be. The, I mean, really, all the costumings they did a good job with. There is a lot of setup for what's to come. I mean, really, the scene afterwards was fantastic. Um, I think it's not quite as on par as the uh, Iron Man 1 reveal with Sam Jackson showing up because we you know, we all wanted it to be Sam Jackson. It is a very big piece of the Marvel Universe that is acknowledged mm. uh, in this next moment, and it directly ties into Captain America. In the after the credits uh, moment? Yep.
2: No, oh, nice. Cool.
5: So, and it does, the, after the credits moment, does a few things. So I don't really want to get into it too much until the movie's been out. Okay. But um, really, there, it does, it has a few important uh, components to it, which, you know, will be very, very clear. Um, I would also like to point out that I made my dad sit through uh, the ending credits this time because he missed uh, the ending credits scene of Iron Man 1. And I've never stopped giving him shit for it um, because it was <laughs> the midnight screening for Iron Man. And he's like, no, 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 there's no extra scene. I'm like, yes, there is. Stay. He's like, no, no, He walks out during the credits, and then Sam Jackson walks out as fucking Nick Fury. So, <laughs> and he has never lived that one down. Yeah. So, yep. So, anyway. Now, your dad broad, reads or, Ultimate
1: stuff, right?
5: My dad reads Ultimate stuff. He Now, my dad's been a comic book reader since, you know, he was a kid, and he's the one who got me into everything. So, uh, his only complaint was that we really didn't see Donald Blake...
1: Yeah, I really expected that um, to be a part it, of this. And he also
5: wanted to see I really did too, but they went more with Ultimate Thor, which is is still handled very, very well. I think they would be pressed to integrate the Donald Blake story with how they approached it. If they had gone with it's you know, focusing on Donald Blake's transformation, uh, as opposed to Thor's journey from being this, you know, arrogant, you know, fool to someone who's actually standing up for, you know, the people that he believes in you know uh it would have been a very different movie and i think marvel realized that right off the bat but it the approach that they took with it it, is still solid again it's there's nothing wrong about this movie it's just you needed more of a threat that's
1: wait a minute i'm on imdb and it says stan lee is playing Stan the man
5: yep don't, don't reveal anything. Stanley is playing Stan the Man. Yes.
1: That's what it says.
5: Yep. And,
1: and J. Michael Straczynski is in it, too. As who? Townie. There are three Townies, him and...
5: Uh, no, there are a lot of Townies.
1: Well, I'm sure. So, I'm just saying what I'm looking at.
5: Yeah, there's there's a lot of little things. I mean, they, they really didn't put as many uh, Easter eggs in this one they had in, like, Iron Man 2 or in Hulk. Um, they even go so far as to reference a certain gamma scientist.
1: Oh, oh, really?
5: Yes. So you know, I don't want to give away anything you know substantial to it. It's, it is a very well constructed Thor story, but they just needed a bigger villain to face off of.
1: Jasper Sitwell's in when this. Thor
5: hammer with Thor has his hammer, and Thor is flying around. It is exactly what you want it to be, and even he's got the helmet in the beginning, and it looks perfect. I mean, Hellsworth was Thor. There's no question about it. It's just he needed a little bit more to do. And. Um, I thought Jasper from-
1: Sitwell was that blonde dude. You thought what? Uh, Agent Sitwell from the comics. Uh, I
5: don't know. We had Agent Coulson. <laughs> um, there's also another Avengers cameo in the movie, and you will have to know, know who he is in order for you to get it so um, let's just say there's a fight sequence in uh, where the, the hammer is being hidden or being kept uh, and you blink and you will miss it there is a uh, certain, certain early Avenger who happens to make a cameo
1: an early Avenger
5: yep but again this is a very like blink and you will miss it like Wasp no no not one of the. We'll just, you're just
2: gonna have to wait a week to watch it.
5: <laughs> yes. Damn it. For any comic book fan, you'll catch it. You have to be a comic book fan in order to catch it. But it is someone that, you know, it has a recognizable trademarked item.
2: Mm. So.
1: Hmm.
5: So anyway, so we saw Thor, and besides Thor, we actually saw Fast Five this last week, and Fast Five was fun. Um,
2: I saw that. I saw that as well.
5: Yeah, what did you think?
2: Um, You know, I I have a hard time getting past, like, movies that have, like, ridiculous amounts of collateral damage and, like, everybody's fine. But it was a good, fun movie, though.
5: I think it was better than the last few. I mean, the fourth one was definitely better than two and three. Um, I think that this one really did set up for a more, you know, for more of a story. And, again, there's another scene after the credits for Fast Five. Make sure you stay for it because it's really good.
2: Yeah, it definitely opens it up for another set of movies, for sure. But uh, well, it's, it, I think it wraps itself up, though. Yeah.
5: yeah. Uh, I, I think that Fast Five is worth the money, more so than the previous installments of the Fast and Furious franchise. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's that's about it. But yay for Thor. And uh, if you're listening to this, we are going to be doing more screenings in San Diego. So make sure you're checking out the comments online, Facebook, and the main page for uh, for giveaways.
1: And is it true that we're going to be getting some uh, screeners for the St. Louis metro area as well?
5: That is what I'm hearing. I'm currently working out some negotiations with our screening uh, contacts. And uh, we should be getting some screening starting in St. Louis and potentially a few other areas uh, after we get the, uh, these two going. But San Diego... Uh, screening, era, you know, franchise essentially is going very strong. Um, nice. Also, keep an eye out for CNN because Comics Online will be featured uh, either on the CNN website or on CNN uh, on one of the channels. Uh, we did an interview today, and uh, there's there's potential for more collaboration with CNN of all places.
1: Isn't <laughs> that nuts?
5: Yep. So there's there's more to that coming soon, but. Uh, We've got that, we've got some other DVD giveaways coming up soon, and uh, obviously the the next big event for us is Comic-Con, and uh, I'm currently getting us squared away for the comic concert for 2011, which at this point is looking like it could be a two-night event with uh, a lot of really great bands, and uh, CD release for Kirby Crackle. Uh, They're going to be doing their CD release party uh, in collaboration with us for their their third album, and the Megas are going to be joining us, and I've got a few other bands that we're waiting to hear back from. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, I mean, really, you know, no obviously, our WonderCon, our WonderCon coverage is still being posted. We still have another six uh, or so uh, pieces to share with you guys. We're up to 30, Damn. I believe, uh, at this point. So, obviously, we uh, we want to share with you as much as we can from the event. Matt, and is it true that, that
1: Comics has- Online has more coverage of WonderCon than any other outlet?
5: You know, Kevin, it, it, it is true. We actually I can't have hear him. more coverage of WonderCon than any other outlet that went to WonderCon. And we're still posting more. It's really quite absurd.
1: And can't we're still look, getting hosed on Kev, the hear tickets. Yeah. Hello? I can hear you. I can hear you. Barely, can but nice yes. Hear me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
6: I've been eavesdropping. Okay. Hi, Kelly. I made Dune take Somebody out the says trash. Somebody you can hear me.
5: Anyway, you no. Know. Haha, <laughs> Dune has to take out
6: the trash. Yeah. I said Dune has to take out the trash.
5: Haha. Kelly, Kelly, what did you think yes. of Thor? Did you, no, what did you think of Thor? Not just yes.
6: Uh, no, I was responding to my name. Um,
5: yes, Kelly, Kelly is your name. What do you think of Thor? I need to
6: clarify... <laughs> that I loved Iron Man and comparing the two because they're the big Marvel movies that have been phenomenal. Um Thor appealed to me more because of the costumes and the Greek mythology. And I thought the fight scenes were awesome and the special effects were so much better. And I think Iron Man just worked because uh like, Dune has pointed out to me before, Robert Downey Jr. has charisma. He's charming. Yep. And um it worked as a comedy as well as an action movie. And but Thor, it was just so much more awesome. Does just that make sense? More
1: grand scale?
6: Yeah, like uh it was more of a um, I don't know. It was like a theater performance or something
5: like opera. <laughs> it was more no, of a spectacle.
6: like with the costumes and the the landscape like the cinematography was beautiful and um I don't know. I I'm pretty new to Thor and it just blew me away. It was great.
5: Who was the other girl who was with Natalie Portman in the movie? Is it Cat Dannings? Is Kat, it Cat Cat Dannings? Yeah, she was fun. She was only in it a little bit, but she still has Darcy really Lewis good fun moments
1: is the character. I didn't man. want to
5: see more. Yeah, she plays Darcy, who is the intern. Yeah, she's the intern with uh, with uh, Jane Foster's character. Um,
1: what is that music? And, and,
2: and, oh, he's really breaking up. Oh, yeah.
6: Oh, I I also want to point out that. Um, they definitely did add this love story in to attract, you know, women to see it. But mm-hmm. I don't really think it was needed, and I didn't care for it. Uh,
1: that's that's. I
2: heard I heard a lot about bad stuff about that too. How that was like not really not really great at all. And.
6: Yeah, and it was such a small part of the whole story that it just seemed out of place. Uh, but you know. I am a girl, and I will say that Thor is pretty hot in this movie.
1: <laughs> well, that's good. It's it's good to have <laughs> yeah, that stamp yeah. of approval.
6: Yeah, and, and they knew it, you know, when they when they filmed him with his shirt off, like slowly turning around, uh, and then he, you know, saunters over across the room, and all the girls in the theater are like, "Woo!" So, you know, they knew what they were doing.
1: Who are we dialing here? What? Kevin. Yes. Hello. Can
5: you guys hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I'm driving. so I'm
2: You got dropped.
5: Reception thing. Um, yeah, and I'm going to get dropped again. Um, that's been all from Matt for the Comics Online Podcast. Stay tuned for more from Kevin Ghostwan And go!
1: All right. Bye, Matt. Oh, boy. <laughs> I made the noise and he went away. That was great. Nice.
6: Anything else you guys want to know from me before I, I uh, let Dune come out of the So did doghouse? you see any of
1: the other comics online people
6: there? Yes, I saw Matt, and mm-hmm. I saw Nomad,
1: mm-hmm.
6: and some other people, but I don't know their names.
1: Did you see, was uh, Lori there? She's kind of short. Give me curly some more. hair. What about her hair? Kind of curly, Brown.
6: No. I don't recall. There were just a few of us, I okay. think. Fair enough. Uh, Dune can tell you everybody that was there if he has not Oh, arrived.
1: and then uh, Caleb. Yes, was Caleb to... was there. Yeah.
6: Yeah, he's great.
1: Right. Yeah. And did he bring anybody or no?
6: No, he. He didn't even bring his tonsils because he got him out today. <laughs> and he was in pain, but he still made it out.
1: Right on. Well, that was cool. So I understand that uh, Caleb and Nomad are going to be teaming up to do the uh, ComicsOnline.com review for the Thor premiere.
6: Oh, is that what they decided?
1: That's what Matt just told me this afternoon. So I said, all right, well, that'll be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'd, I'd like to read that.
6: Yeah, so, Nomad had a few good points about, about the movie, you know, but I expected him to be very critical.
1: Yeah, what do you have to say?
6: Um... He he wasn't for the love story either. He he um he was upset that Natalie Portman's character had changed so much. But I told him that I had actually read about how Natalie Portman, excuse me, I don't know the the character's name. Um Jane Foster. But, okay. But I read that Natalie Portman asked permission to make the character more of a strong woman instead of, you know, however she is in the comics. mm
1: mm-hmm.
6: um, So the characters pretty significantly changed, and Nomad wasn't happy with that. All right.
2: Makes but sense. I'll, you know,
6: him. I'll let him elaborate in his own way, in his review or whatever, but um, that's, that's what I gathered from what he said.
5: Cool.
1: Well, thanks for coming on with us, Kelly.
6: No problem, and, um, you know, I, I'd like to come on more often. I just... I get very nervous. <laughs>
1: Why? It's just us. I don't
6: know. Because I'm the type of person who has so much going on in my brain, but when it comes time to explain something or or just say something, mm-hmm. I always get tripped up on my words or I can't remember what I was going to say. It's just really, I'm working on it. I'm working on it.
1: Us too, but, you know, we still do it.
6: <laughs> yeah. Trying to a talk good over
7: gentleman. Dune is impossible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah.
6: <sighs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys soon and I'll get Dune, okay? Bye. All right. Bye.
7: Although talking over Dune isn't as hard as talking over Nomad. That's true.
4: And. Yeah, put doing? that Dick pipe and suck it, faggots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! That's Welcome like back. A little
1: shy. Okay, okay, how was that taking out the trash?
4: Yeah, apparently the trash got a hold of the mic in my ride. Right. <laughs>
1: oh, dude's <laughs> <Doom's> not getting <laughs> any. Wow. Oh. So, <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by. Uh, uh, what do we got here? Bombay Sapphire distilled London dry gin. I'm drinking
4: uh, vodka of the gods. Yeah, forty-seven yeah, get that
1: Joe's. percent. What's that? Ninety something proof. It's good stuff.
4: Hey, so Kevin. Yeah. I think we should hold off on talking about Super until I get Giovanni on the next one, which I'm sure I will be able to in the next week, because uh, I think that his interview with James Gunn either already just happened or is right coming up. Okay. And since since he's getting off talking to the old James Gunn, seems like an appropriate way, and plus I'll probably watch it again before then because that was pretty sweet. It was a good movie. Yeah. Right. yeah. I maybe didn't live up to my expectations of me declaring that it could be the greatest superhero movie of all time. But it was good. It was, it was very much so a trauma movie with a legitimate budget.
7: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> trauma with a budget. <laughs> yes.
4: It's like giving some retarded kids some matches. It's not good. <laughs> Not that I don't think that retarded kids should have birthday candles. That's not what I'm saying. I think they should have birthdays like everyone else. Right. Maybe even more. Half birthdays. Quarter birthdays. Third birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. What did I miss out on?
1: Mm, Nothing. Just Kelly talking about how she liked the movie.
4: Yeah, I saw a movie.
7: And Nomad didn't. Right. Nomad.
4: I eventually somehow convinced Nomad that it wasn't as bad as he initially thought but uh, it's it's just you know Nomad it's just if there's anything slightly different than the comics it's not good but then if it's if it's too close to the comics he already read it so why should he watch it you know <laughs> there's, there's, there's no winning with Nomad right he's like the opposite of Charlie Sheen
1: <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen so, uh, what's everybody else been watching? Anybody seen any uh, good movies lately?
2: Like I said, I, I saw the midnight show of, uh, of uh, the, the Fast and the Furious, the last Fast Five. Um, we didn't really talk about the too much. We were real centered on Thor. But um, it, it, you, you guys saw it too, right? Dune, or was it just a Thor movie you saw?
4: <laughs> I wouldn't watch a Fast and the Furious movie. Come okay, on. I'm just just curious. Come on. Um, look, come on. I think I there's a, a fight.
2: There's a fight. There's a fight scene between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock, and it's pretty much worth the price of a mission alone. It's not yeah. one of those, like, r- ridiculously stupid um, fights that you see where it's like, you know, they do so much, you know, karate or kung fu that it looks like they're not even punching each other, but, like, elbowing just to block it sort of thing, you know, like a dance. This is, like, the old-fashioned <laughs> fight scenes where they're, like, you know, straight up punching and shoving each other into walls and stuff like that. And it, it's done really well, and it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I gotta say it's pretty, pretty adrenaline fueled awesomeness.
4: Did they have cool. NOS? That's important.
2: Um, it, uh, yeah, there is some NOS there in the uh, <laughs> in, in, uh, in one of the scenes. Yeah. Did he get the girl? He he had the girl from the, fur, the from the very uh, the first Jordana Brewster's back. You know, Paul Walker's had her the whole series. Oh, nice. Are we talking about something else? Or
4: I only saw the first one, at, and they played oh, okay. it at my school, which probably doesn't say much for my education. Mm. <laughs>
1: What what you really? mean
2: education? I didn't. I didn't realize you had At Point
1: Loma. It.
2: Yeah, Point Loma.
1: That's weird.
4: Yeah, so that's why I don't read good. Hmm. So when you talk about comics, I'm like, I like the art. But uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of comics, did we talk about Caligula? Mm, no. Caligula was good. New Avatar Press book, obviously. Uh, And so that was good. It was uh, very, very brutal. Oh, and the other movie I watched recently, which I got off another podcast, which is uh, The Film Vaults, their top five most disturbing films. Okay. Uh, I watched a Serbian film, and it was fucking disturbing for my standards. That's saying something. What was it? It's it's a movie. It's actually a Serbian film. It's in Serbia. That's the title. Yeah, and that's the name of it. And it's... uh, it's a guy, it's, it's a representation of how the government keeps fucking you and forcing you to fuck other people, and everything's fucking. And there's lots of fucking, and there's terms in there like newborn porn. And uh, there's such gnarly, gnarly shit that I don't even know if I can say and explain. But it, it's the pro- scary thing is it's well shot, well made, well acted, and just horribly disturbing. But, that puts yeah. some
7: context into your Facebook entries from a little bit ago.
4: Yes, a Serbian film. And there's apparently, like, one other one was more disturbing than it, but I can't watch it because it's on shaky cam, and so the most disturbing part will just be, like, the uh, establishing shots that make me vomit.
7: <laughs> Why is disturbing than human centipede.
4: I didn't see human centipede, but this one... This I saw hammered. it up until the point where they
1: became the centipede, and then, uh, and, well... And then Julia walked in. and She's like, "Oh my god! I can't believe you're watching this. Turn it off.
4: It's I really can't believe you're I watching have... this again. Pull up your pants. And good." <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, if only it was that kind of movie, I could handle that disturbing. Oh, I had oh to. Re- I reviewed it. I had to watch the whole thing twice.
1: Oh my god! So what happens after the centipede part?
4: It turns into butterfly and they all fly away. <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah, that's that's. Accurate. I feel better. Oh, now. A
4: caterpillar. Sorry. Right. whatever all bugs yeah. are the same
1: so i just saw on uh, facebook that caleb caleb who is our new uh game guy he said that his truck was hit where it was parked in the street right today yeah about an hour ago it says that is unfortunate yeah that is unfortunate
4: now he was down there with you today yeah yeah, he was. Yeah, he got his tonsil yesterday, so it was uh, not very functional. And then he also had a sty cut off of his eye last week. So when we had Fred's birthday roast, he uh, he <laughs> had an eye patch on the whole time, which, which is, which is if you're just trying to do the look, it's kind of douchey, but if you actually have to, uh, wearing a full suit with an uh, eye patch, pretty badass. <laughs> that does sound kind of awesome. Super lame if you're doing it just to do it, to look cool, though.
7: Right. So did he look like Nick Fury.
4: No, he looked like Caleb with an eye patch. It, it didn't make him super awesome, and kind of David Hasselhoffy. Oh, <laughs> uh, David Hasselhoff, agent of Shield. Agent of shame. Of <laughs> shame. And uh, yes, I saw that. I saw the new Twilight movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That sounds exciting.
4: You know what? I, I enjoyed it more than uh, the other ones, which have also been had to watch or whatever. There was, there was some more vampires. I kind of like vampires when they're not being all sentimental. You know, but they're, <laughs> they're all right. I play, I, I play so the match, like hang out Cruise with my friends at the park. What's up? You don't like the Tom Cruise vampire? No, no. Uh, I hang out with. Kirsten Dunst, who's like nine, and ooh. Yeah. yeah, I like the Lost Boys vampires, except for those godforsaken ones I had to watch recently.
1: Right, the ones from the actual 80s.
4: Yeah, I'm from the actual 80s, right? Which is hilarious. Yeah, it is. Um, and then I also did some other stuff and did some crap, it's pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. All right.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. So, uh, what's everybody been watching lately on TV?
4: Community still the best Hell's show it. ever.
1: I That's agree. A that shows amazing good show. A yeah, with but it's always uh, like it's it's like Chuck family it's, when it's new.
2: That shows like Chuck though. It's like every season they they talk about how it's not doing well enough and they want to cancel it, and then you know it comes back again. So at least we're it keeps going because it's awesome. Oh, but... the
4: Office has been a fucking abortion. <laughs> it like really the has. first episode with uh with Will Ferrell was maybe the worst episode ever of the Office, which is saying a lot as the Office has a lot of shitty shows.
2: Yeah, yeah. The last couple seasons have been kinda, kinda have oh, kind of kind of horrible. got god, stop watching the it. Term.
1: Anyway, yeah, <clears throat> and then. The the last episode with Michael Scott was uh, tolerable,
4: yeah, but still right. Will I really was did crap. like the last second where he pulled off the mic pack that was supposed to be on him. I guess the last seven years or whatever. Right, that was good. That was good. I like that. It was fun. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it is. It is a just a documentary, right?
1: Yeah, I like that a lot. But the, but you know what I didn't like. It's how in the hell
4: did Pam get past security? That was very confusing to me as well. I'm glad you noticed that. I was like, what? What, did she buy a ticket? She maybe went up there naked and then put clothes on after. Okay. I'm just saying, you know.
1: Right. Because that'll get you in, you know, through the line quickly.
4: I'll get it in her line. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk so about James that Gunn. Episodes. Speaking
1: of James Gunn, yeah. So Pam. her parents were at the uh, screening of uh, Super that I saw. His parents? Well, his parents were there too. But Bob, talking about Pam's parents.
4: Oh, that's that's really weird. Was it super crowded theater, or just happened to be full of interesting people? Yeah, I mean, it was sold out, but I mean,
1: it wasn't ridiculous. I mean, it was a. Medium-sized theater, but it was old fashioned theater, you know? It's like one of these where it's not stadium seating.
4: Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. How uncomfortable, how rude of him.
1: Yeah, well, You know what was weird? They had these two seats set out You know, for Mr. and Mrs. Gunn. And I was sitting a row or two behind them, and I kept expecting him to sit there. He didn't sit there the whole time. They were empty the whole time.
4: People who wanted to, to sit back with the norms. Well,
1: wherever. He, I think you probably just stood in the. You know, like the foyer or whatever. I call it a hallway. Or the hallway, perhaps. Yeah, so that was good. Good times. But we'll talk about that more next time. So, uh. Yeah, so I've been watching. Uh, I watched the, the new. Oh, fuck, I can't. Even talk with this thing in my ear because I've got a terrible echo. But I watched the new um, Doctor Who episode. Did anybody else here watch that?
4: Doctor mm-hmm. Who? Yeah, you know that's my joke doctor? every time, and yeah. it's yet to be funny. <laughs> no,
2: maybe you should give it up. Yeah,
4: Doctor the inside,
1: right? Yeah, so Doctor Who season six episode one, the uh, the the Impossible Astronaut, was pretty fucking awesome. And that's all I have to say about that. Watching watch Voyager still. I suck.
4: Nah, Voyager's good. So, where are you in Voyager right now? Almost done with season three. So, they're doing some shit in space. Right. They're finally doing Borgy shit, which is good. Right. It's good for the Swedish chef. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, yeah. That is some good Borg humor. Oh, it is. It is. So uh, yeah,
1: I've been watching that. Been watching Smallville. Fell asleep on the last night. It was a piece of shit. That was about the worst episode of Smallville for this season. This season has been fairly good, but uh, last night was a Smallville. fucking turd. It was such a waste of time.
4: It was so bad. It was bad for Smallville. So right. you've been Carl, watching Smallville your thoughts the last decade, right? Has there been any payoff whatsoever? This is the final season, right? This is the final season, and there has
1: been some payoff. I mean, they went and they left the farm. They're moving into, uh, uh, Metropolis. into Metropolis proper, you know, moving in with uh, the the little wifey-to-be. You know, he and Lois are engaged, and, you know, it's, it's pretty good um, overall. But last night they went into the Phantom the Zone, And it was just like, why are we wasting our time with this? Some, you know, dredging up some old villains, and, you know, it's Clark and fucking Oliver, and wow, what an enormous waste of time. Carl, your thoughts?
7: I don't know. To me, it was a toss up between that one and the Booster Gold for being a piece of shit this season.
1: I like the Booster Gold one, it had Blue Beetle too.
7: I just wasn't happy with the whole setup for them. Well, last last night's was particularly useless, unless unless they're using it as a setup to actually introduce a big, gray, dark side to come in and kick somebody's butt.
1: Well, which would have been fine if that would have happened in that episode, but otherwise, fuck off.
7: Yeah, I think it was just filler.
1: Yeah.
7: And next week's doesn't look to be much better.
1: Yeah, it's like, oh, if this is your final, if this is your final season, why in the world are you going to have, uh, you know, any filler whatsoever? You know, you, you you've got to have whole, your shit together and be the and, you know, have everything all matter.
4: I I Here, you guys complaining about it every time, and all you do is have high hopes that maybe this will be the week that it finally gets tolerable. The show is bad; it's always been bad. You, you don't enjoy it; you just subject yourself to it.
1: I, I agree. I, I dropped off. probably have got like four more episodes. I think I can power through them.
4: But you powered through the last four seasons that you hated, right? Four
7: this more has like ten. Been really enjoyable though. I mean, they, they've got they've got a, a basis for a Justice League. Yeah. Um, they've actually introduced Clark going into a phone booth to change. You know, I mean, I mean, they've done these little teasers that are like, yeah, this is what I grew up with. Yeah, they're they're then, trying to the please everyone. Is, I know in the last episode, he's not going to put on the the red and blue spandex until the very end, and he'll fly then, and it'll be a cheesy ending just like the last episode of Jag.
4: Yeah, but it it shouldn't have to tease you with what you want. It's a show; it should you should enjoy it, not be like, ah, oh, if it was like this, I could enjoy it hypothetically. Right. Yeah, they
1: should like just Star give it Trek,
4: to us. It's just all them building the Enterprise. And then the final episode, you watch it kind of just let go of the shuttle bay, and then it ends.
7: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just Erica Durant running up and down stairs.
1: She's not that great. I definitely like Chloe better.
7: Oh, see, I really like her. She trips my trigger.
1: Oh, wow. trips
2: your trigger. <laughs> Jeez.
7: <laughs> She's the bee's
4: knees. The cat's Something. meow. Right now you're on the trolley, Carl.
1: On <laughs> the trolley. All right. So, uh, what's everybody reading, comic-wise?
4: I, I read am Caligula, reading. issue one, <laughs> and I downloaded. All uh, right, I didn't download, but I whatever. I got got uh, a couple older things that now I can't remember. Oh, I was about to start Tank Girl. I've never read Tank Girl. It's crappy. I mean, you know. A lot of things are crappy that I enjoy. Oh. Welcome well, to the Comics Online Podcast. <laughs> this is the first time you've
1: listened to the Comics Online Podcast, we're sorry.
4: See, that shouldn't be our catchphrase, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it is.
2: Right,
1: That's awful.
4: Uh, this week's shame. Brought Dad. to you by alcohol. Brought to you by alcohol. What are you drinking today, Dune? I'm drinking vodka and the sweet, sweet, fruity, watered, sparkling drink things.
1: Nice.
7: That I'm always drinking. And Carl? I'm drinking green tea because I'm still sick.
1: Uh, And Elliot? Coffee and water. Coffee and water. Someone's going to have to do
4: (laughs) pee-pee. stuff. (laughs)
2: Uh, yeah, kind of so he's
4: uh, drinking urine. <laughs> I, did, I guess that's where Matt went. Coz's to drink Crows' urine. <laughs> yes. To supply said urine. <laughs> oh right.
1: I think Crows went back Matt. east again, back to uh, New Jersey for a little while.
4: Was he not in New Jersey?
1: Uh, yeah, well, he was. He was in San Diego. He was with Matt I'm for gonna a while. I'm going
4: to be sick. I'm yeah. going to be sick. I know. Oh, God. I'm so glad you didn't hit me up.
7: Isn't isn't Corinne still back in Jersey?
4: Oh, God.
1: Well, no, she lives in New York, but, uh, yeah, uh, I got uh, some emails from Corinne saying, "Quit assuming that. Uh, quit, quit making jokes about me and Crows. It's never going to happen. It never happened. You know, I never want to think about it ever. Have possibly being able to be have happened or whatever like that."
7: Wow, she writes very poorly. <laughs> <laughs> so why was Crows leading us to believe that this girl is actually touching him below the belt line?
1: What co- wouldn't? I mean, what else has he got? What else has he got? So probably, you know, he's got that one girl in Ohio. Ohio. Wow. Yeah.
2: Okay. Have we confirmed that it's an
1: actual girl or? It looked like a girl. If it's for a Avatar tranny, it's a really convincing scary. one, and I think that's the same thing as a girl. That's there. You go. That's enough for me. Oh boy. At least that. Well, whatever. So uh, the important thing is, uh, yeah. So I've been, I've been uh, watching, not watching, not reading. Yes, reading i've been reading uh justice League generation lost uh starring you know the uh the old uh justice League international folks booster gold and bl- replacing blue beetle is the new blue beetle and then it's got fire and ice uh no uh no green lantern but it's got uh uh rocket red like a new rocket red and so, oh and captain adam and it's it's uh it's about um Uh, Max Lord going and uh, coming back from the dead, you know, as he did in uh, uh, whatever that's called, the Green Lantern thing. Whitest Day.
4: (laughs) I get it. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, Brightest Day. Max Lord came back with uh, with all these other people, uh, all these other dead people. And he came back and decided he was going to uh, change the, you know, alter the memories of everyone on Earth uh, that he even existed, except for. These Justice League International people, and, you know, back in the day before he became a villain, he was the uh, the leader of Justice League International. He was their, uh, you know, Charlie of Charlie's Angels, if you will, and uh, eventually he became a villain, and uh, he killed Blue Beetle, and then Wonder Woman killed him, and that was all fine, and then he came back. And you're like, what the fuck? Why is he coming back? What's the you know what what does he have anything to do with? But apparently, the White Lantern uh, avatar of life or whatever decided that uh, they were that it was using Max Lord to um, and spoilers if you haven't read the first ten or so issues of this. It decided it wanted to use Max Lord to kill um, Magog. You know who, if you've read uh, Kingdom Come, is the uh, was kind of the the catalyst for all the shit going down in the Kingdom Come universe. You know that alternate future, and so uh, the you know the Avatar of Life, the the White Lantern uh, mm, creature, uh, decided it you know it wanted that to not. Happen and so it's going to uh, use Max Lord to kill Magog, and so that's what Mag- Max Lord does. But then, you know, that's only about maybe uh, the first dozen issues, but then it keeps going and going. And, and I'm on about issue 17, I think. And uh, I-, I like reading about those characters. I don't know if it's that, that great of a-, a comic, it's a Judd Winnick thing. Um, you know, so I like the characters, but you, you, you're you still wondering, where is this going?
4: And going.
1: And going. And so that's what I've been reading le- lately.
4: Sounds like shit.
2: I still <laughs> think uh, American, American Vampire is a really solid comic right now. And I read the um, the Priest preview to the movie, which was pretty decent, because that's kind of uber-violent and in comic form. It's a little bit better than the... The PG thirteen you're probably going to see in the theater.
1: Now let me ask on, on the commercials for the priest. Uh, you know, for the trailer, mm-hmm. um, what it's it says. Oh, from the acclaimed comic book. Who never even seen this fucking comic book. What? Who Here publishes I. this?
7: was not it an Image comic?
1: I don't know.
2: I think it's something else, like. Um, I, I was actually not familiar with it either, but I think it's the same thing that how Constantine, the movie Constantine, was actually – Where'd
1: it go? Hellblazer.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Hellblazer, we, and I think it's something along the lines of that where it's like it's not – there's not a comic called Priest. There's – Yeah, there is. Is it really?
7: Yeah, yeah. But I, I, was I, going I, I vaguely remember it. It, it was – I think it was that when Image – remember when Image splintered and you had Image and Top Cow and – and I think yeah. it was one of the, I think it was one of those like Walking Dead is image, but it's not really image. You know what I mean? Right.
4: Somebody yeah, I do. With me. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sure. Suck on that, bitch. <laughs> wow. Well, Thanks. Yep. How I agree with things. You should see how I disagree.
1: Sorry. Nice. Yeah. So what else is going on guys so Elliot uh, you were gonna tell us all about the latest um, games coming out tell, tell us what's what's new
2: um, right now the biggest thing is the Gears of War 3 beta um, there's like 500,000 or more people signed on to that thing um, it's it's huge right now there's four maps available um, Old town um, check out oh, I'm trying to is it playing. worth playing? Um, the beta is actually it's actually faster than um, Gears of War two and Gears of War one. Um, the multiplayer is a little bit improved. Right now, there's some issues. There's a lot of there's the spawn bubble is incredibly small. So if you're near a spawn point, um, like trying to capture the leader, uh, capture the leader is a mode where. Um, somebody on the other team. It's usually five on five, team based. Somebody on the other team is the leader, and your object is to basically cap- capture them. And when, if you beat beat down a person with enough um, uh, with an inch of their go. life, they'll they'll double over, and you can actually pick them up and drag them like a, like a hostage. And um, and the object is to just keep them out of the way of everybody else trying to get to them and rescue them. Um, but if you hi- hang out in a spawn point, um, a lot of times they will spawn. The other team will spawn like. Right next to you, and you know, and it creates a, a little bit of havoc, um, which that that shouldn't be there. The spawn bubble should be larger. If somebody's in that bubble, you know, not not to make that a spawn point. Do, do you guys understand what I'm saying?
4: Area just spawns too small it makes right, it easy they, to attack people.
2: Right, it makes it makes a lot of spawn kills happen when when they shouldn't happen. Like if if the whole team's in in the in one of the spawn points and they've got a guy and they're trying to protect him, you know, the other team should not be spawning like right behind you. You know, because it just it's 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 kind of unfair. But um, other than that, there's a new uh, the new weapons are um, they've got a retro lancer, which is basically it's not the chainsaw bayonet. It's 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 got basically uh, you know a a standard bayonet on the front of it, and there's a roadie run move now where you can actually stab people, run at them, and stab them um, with it, and it's kind of like an execution where you just it's a one shot kill. Um, it shoots a little wilder but the bullets do more damage um it's like a medium to short range gun um the double barrel shotgun is the uh, is the other new weapon that they've had in this um which is really worthless at anything other than like a foot or two in front of you but it blows a lot of chunks and creates a lot of giblets of blood and gore getting tossed around which is absolutely awesome um and the uh couple other weapons there's the digger launcher which is basically um it throws a grenade and it burrows under the earth, so it can it can burrow under cover where you're hiding and come up and blow up in your face and and wreck you. Um, and then there's the one shot, which is like a sniper rifle, but it's so powerful. If it hits you anywhere, like in your big toe, it'll pretty much blow your body in half. Um, it's fair. Come- yeah, a couple of yeah, but it's only got like 3 bullets and usually they let it only spawn once in the map so whoever gets it is not really going to get a whole lot of kills out of it and it creates like a giant red beam across the map so you know if you're being targeted with it, you know, so you can take cover and dive behind something. Um, so it's not it's not broken. It's not by all means not broken because, like I said, it's really really limited ammo supply. It only appears once, and uh, you you know if somebody's trying to target with you, it's, it beeps really loudly. Um, and you see a giant, you know, laser aiming at you before it actually fires. A um, couple other changes um, for Gears fans out there. The um, ink grenades are a lot more powerful, so they're pretty much worthless in part two. But now, if you're actually caught in an ink for about a second, if you even try to dive through an ink, um, an ink blot, you will, um, or an ink, it's like a cloud of black smoke. If you try to dive through that, you're going to die. Um, and the grenades are actually more powerful, too. So any of those things planted on the walls, there's a less window to where you can get away, you're, you're pretty much going to die if you come across a grenade, a planted grenade. So, um, a lot of good stuff. Um, new maps are actually all great. Trenches is really, really good. Um, I really like checkout, which basically takes place in, inside a small supermarket and you can knock down shelving and climb up on it and, and stuff like that. Um, old towns like an old uh, looks like an old like maybe like a french vista or something and the, one of the spawn points is on the beach and the other end is is on the other side of town it's it's really really good so um it looks like there's might be a few more maps coming in the next week but the the beta ends may 15th started um it started april 18th so um if you're hesitating, there's a couple unlockables for the full retail version, too. There's uh, the Cold Train outfit where he's wearing his little uh, Thrasher Ball outfit. And then there's the, uh, the gold Retro Lancer, which has expanded ammo clip you can get for playing 100 matches. Then subsequently getting 100 kills with it. So, um, Other big news is uh, Nintendo's starting to reveal stuff about the next Wii, Wii 2. Um, but they're calling it Project Cafe right now. Um, details are really minor right now, but they're saying that um, it's supposed to be more powerful than the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3, um, and the controllers will have digital touchpads on them, so similar to the Nintendo DS, you'll be able mm-hmm. to touch and operate commands on the controller that's in your hands as you play. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any motion control based things yet. The the details like I said are really minor, but they're looking to, at a price point around $350 to $400.
1: So a, so does, is it going to have uh Blu-ray?
2: Um, we don't know um, yet. There's no, there's no finalized word on it yet. Probably not because Sony is a directly competing company with Nintendo. You know, Sony's got PlayStation Three, and um, you know, same thing when the uh, Xbox kind of went with the. Uh, they had the so a- all we really
1: know is that uh, that that your uh, your Wii Wii is going to have a touch sense touch sensitive controller in your hand.
2: Correct. Um, probably some. Uh, you know, probably the vibration as well very delicious nice. um no oh, but the uh, yeah they don't really have any details yet of, of you know there's no there's like speculation on some launch games obviously mario zelda all the stuff that usually sells you know a couple million copies for nintendo probably the next uh next uh super smash brothers game is probably going to get a push because that still the super smash brothers brawl is still the most selling game on on Wii now um so I d I don't know if they're gonna try to introduce any new type of technology other than the touch screen on the controller. Um there's a couple mock-ups there and if any of you seen the um Xbox uh uh communication thing, the little texting device you can attach to the bottom of the controller. Um it, it looks kind of like that, but on the top of the controller. Um but with, you know, the touch ability. So but yeah, like All I said, right. they're looking at a three hundred to three three hundred fifty to four hundred dollar price tag, which I think was a little bit a um, little bit more when the Wii came out, but significantly less than what the Xbox uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty and the PS three was selling for. But it's probably not going to be that much of a leap in technology over over the PS three and Xbox um, as far as graphics go. But it will. They did say it would be more
1: powerful. So is the, is the text thing for the Wii is it similar to uh, what you get what you can buy for the uh, the Xbox 360 because I just I just got that when I was up at Microsoft
2: uh, I don't know I mean imagine it, the controller looks like it's just got kind of like a flip out sc- it looks like similar to like the mock-ups it's probably not it's just probably somebody you know taking their own ideas and running with it but it looked very similar to like the Xbox controller uh, Xbox controller except on top it had like a little screen pop out of it but that's that's like I said, that's not Nintendo's thing. That's probably somebody's idea of what they're going to mock up. I I don't know what they're going to do with it yet. Um, that would make sense because, you know, how it's got the little uh, sort of like the handles that kind of jut out at the bottom of the Xbox that kind of cradles your hands. Yeah. And, and having the uh, the weight up top would make sense like that. If you if it, it would, you know, it would it probably work, but, you know, we won't know until they, they reveal more of it. But it's supposed to come out next year, so you're probably going to see some big announcements here at uh, E3 or Comic-Con even um, coming up. So, um, you know, we'll probably know something real soon exactly what it is and – um I, I expect Nintendo's probably going to unleash a lot
1: more information at E3 this year. All right, yeah, so we can uh, tell you all about. If you want to know all about the Wii U, just keep it here at comicsonline.com. dot com. See, because we, you know, the the Wang uh, thing just never happened, so we have to talk about the Wii U now. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm glad we edit these things before. <laughs>
4: you didn't talk about Portal 2 at all. I know you don't have it yet, but that's that's a huge game and news kind of thing.
2: Both um, both Portal 2 and Mortal Kombat are actually, um, they got all got great reviews. Um, like I said, I haven't had my experience with uh, Portal 2 yet. Um, the co-op seems to be awesome from what I've talked about. Um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of friends of mine that picked it up, um, they say it's pretty awesome. Um, like you see in the commercials, you get to play one of the two robots and uh, that control the guns to help each other out. And, um, yeah, so, um, I mean, it's, it's a totally separate, then there's a single play, then the single player portion of the game, there's a single player portion, and then there's a whole other co-op experience that is completely separate than the single player, so. You know, it's a reason to go back. It's not you're not playing the same game Oh, you know, through again with just somebody else. You're actually doing something totally new, which uh, which is awesome. Extends some replayability there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh yeah, Mortal Kombat's really awesome. Um it's supposed to be a rebirth of the franchise, but I don't know how I uh I, I don't know if I'd call it that. It seems like they just had a couple failures and then just went back to the formula that worked previously. Um but the, the graphics are amazing. Um they, uh, the backgrounds especially um, are pretty awesome, um,
1: almost more so than the characters themselves. But, you know, it's, it seems it's like too- it's like they went and took and uh, went back to the the Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 and said, yeah. all right, well, we're just going to use today's graphics and, you know, and make the game as fun as it was back on the Sega Genesis. And,
2: uh, well, and the arcade as well. Um, you're actually pretty right in, in saying that, Kevin. Um it's uh, it basically the story swear, mode Kevin. yeah um the story mode covers uh covers 1 2 and 3 basically the whole story mode you're you're actually playing through what happens in Mortal Kombat 1 um you know with Shang Tsung the villain at the end and then Mortal Kombat 2 and 3 with with Shao Kahn the villain so um you actually go through all that whole story modes and everything and pretty wow. much every character that was involved in that um you know, you get to you get to see that. And it's it's almost like a, a straight copy off the Street Fighter Four formula where it's three D characters on a two D plane. Um but it looks incredible. The 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 crazy combo system that was back in when three and um and Ultimate came out. Um Ultimate Mortar Combat Three, where you can just kind of go nuts and wail on somebody, but the the timing window is a lot less in this one. You almost have to you have to move your fingers pretty fast to get to get the combos down. So um, there is something there for you know the novices, but those that uh, you know spend more time with it, they can start pulling out those you know crazy thirteen hit. You know, half your life bar is gone. Um, but they've got this new addition, which is really, really great, um, that's never been seen in the Mortal Kombat uh, universe 4. There's like a super bar at the bottom. So it's similar to like Marvel's Capcom 3 where, you know, if you build up the bar, um, you can build it up three times. And um, the, the first one allows you to do um, an enhanced version of a special move that usually does more damage and um, scores an extra hit. Um, the second bar does like a combo breaker. So if somebody's wailing on you, um, you can actually break free of that combo um, with, with the second bar. And the third one is the most exciting. Um, when it's completely full, you get a chance to do these um, X-ray moves. And it's kind of similar to, um, you guys ever seen Romeo Must Die with Jet Li in it? No.
4: Romeo and Juliet um no
2: um basically um you do these insane moves like uh Kano's a good example um where it goes to a slow-mo and um you basically um he takes like his knife and stabs it in their leg and you get to watch like it zeroes in like an x-ray and you get to see the knife like stab into their skin and like break the bones underneath and then it does it to the and he does it to the other leg and then he like he kicks kicked and the person goes down on their knees and then he kicks them in the face and you get to watch like it zeros in like an x-ray and you see their skull and you see like their teeth and their skull cracking and their teeth flying out everything so jeez, it, it's really really brutal it is ridiculously brutal especially like uh the ps3 version gets uh kratos an exclusive character there and he's is like uses all his god of war three moves and he's uh, he's uh he's a he's a really really good one too um but all of them are pretty, pretty ridiculous and over the top, um, you know. And you get to see a lot of a uh, lot of little, you know, bones break and, and ribs crack and stuff like that, which is really, really cool. But um, yeah, so I'm 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 really enjoying it right now. Um, so I kind of I had to make a decision on that or Portal Two um, for the time being, but I, I, I went with that one. But uh, for fans of the series as a whole, <laughs> um, you're getting a lot here, and they've already got uh, they got two DLC characters on the way, and um, and the story kind of leaves it open for the rest of the series as well. So if this does well, we'll probably see a uh, maybe another sequel or at least some more DLC characters. Um, there
4: might YouTube. be another Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> right, right. It's well, because you know, the story because the story goes on further um, than. Than Mortal Kombat 3, which is where this one kind of ends. I mean, it goes on to the whole Shaolin monks storytelling portion, and like deception and uh, deadly, uh, De- deadly alliance, then deception, and then Armageddon. So, um, you know, the story went on further than Mortal Kombat 3 um, for people who've kept up with the series. Like when it went back into the 3D, the 3D, um, you know, when it went to a 3D fighting engine back in Mortal Kombat 4 came out, mm-hmm. and it went on to this whole new uh, uh, story type thing. So it's it's pretty cool. There's a whole new, you know, a couple new villains and I think in the end there was like 64 characters or something on the and Mortal Kombat Armageddon, the last one they did um before they did the Mortal Kombat versus DC thing a couple years ago. That was uh 2000 uh, I think 2006 they did the Mortal Kombat versus DC, but before that uh Armageddon had had something like 64 characters in the in the Wii version or something like that. So but yeah it's it's definitely uh, going back to the roots where it's bloody and a, a focus uh, heavier focus on the combos and and uh, and the fatalities and that new x-ray is actually pretty sweet I mean because they they're very they do a ton of damage um, roughly like um, a third of the health bar sometimes depending on on which character you have so it can kind of turn the tide if they're easy to block though too but if you can get get one in and you're getting your butt kicked you can kind of turn things around for
1: you so you can get back in the fight nice. Yeah, we just been playing a little uh, Fable Three around here. Oh, Minecraft. I
2: know. Yeah, Minecraft's uh, pretty. Uh, that's you have to. You have also, to Cityville. A lot of information to that. You got to dedicate a lot of time to to Minecraft. That's uh that's a time. Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> anyway, I thought you quit Minecraft.
4: Yeah. Then they got a new update.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, and in Cityville now there's. Zoos, and so uh, now I got to play more. Yeah. So uh, anybody else got anything coming up? Carl. My bar mitzvah. Woo!
7: <laughs> um anything coming up? Not really. Just waiting okay. for more movies to come. Right on. Uh, See scream
1: 4. I have to,
7: why?
2: I was just you know you're the horror fan. I just thought maybe.
7: <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't care for sc- the Scream series after one. I gotcha. But I had I have to say, After Dark Films. Yeah. Has done has surpassed themselves this year with the with the horror fest. To so this year they did an After Dark originals. hmm And three of them they've already played on sci-fi because they're in conjunction with, with sci-fi channel now so if you've seen Area 51 um Husk and Scream of the Banshee you've seen three of their movies this year mm-hmm. but, but I also got to see one called Prowl that halfway through completely faked me out because I thought it was going to be torture porn and it takes a severe twist into a monster movie it was great <laughs>
4: Nice. Monster porn. Wait, what?
7: Alright. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not everybody can get the superhero Twilight. porn.
4: Oh what? god. This new one's not so good. The other one was much better. Twilight? Well, that's made Austin by Hustler, that Twilight one, but the the one I was recently watching the uh the Justice Superman. Superman. No, Superman is great. It was really well made. But the uh the new uh Justice League parody is eh. No. Yeah. Not good. Well, it's just that this one's much more low budget, straightforward porn.
1: But it's it, is that aspect of it good?
4: No, because then it's like, oh, this girl's wearing weird Harley Quinn paint, and it's and it's like it's not like it's professional paint, you know, it's like the kids that show up to see ICP paint.
2: <laughs> nice.
4: So it's priority. getting everywhere, yeah. And yeah. and also like I know it's I'm so fucking judgmental, but like you know like if someone has face paint on and their teeth look all like green and the fact that they're mathematic boards it's just bad time. Uh, <laughs> but it came with trading cards mm. and a whole new special feature bonus disc. So well, I got to finish watching that actually tonight. So you're gonna go up there and uh, and and see them
1: do uh, Captain America. I think so. What, do you know which company is doing that? I think that one is the same one who did the Justice League.
4: Damn it! Well, I, I, we'll have to say nicer things. All That's right. Review, By oh, the wow, way, Dune love no that. Knows. What? Vivid does a couple... Vivid actually was the ones responsible for the, uh, the Superman one I watched. Yeah, Vivid <sighs> did, did the 60s Batman and they did Superman and they've got something else as well. I don't remember. They did Elvis, I think. They, they, and they did Star Trek and Twilight and stuff. I think those are all uh, done by either Vivid... or Actually, no, no. Sorry, that's us. I apologize. Never mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm so stupid. So ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Oh,
1: uh, well. So uh, coming up here soon, we uh, we may be... Um, uh, as, as I think I've mentioned on the podcast before... Um, I think David went to see Red State in, uh, David, that's uh, Terrence's friend, David, um, who, who has done a few interviews for us, um, and saw Red State out at uh, out in New York, and then I saw them both in Kansas City and in Seattle, and then, uh, di- didn't one of us see it uh, in LA? No. I thought one of us saw it. No. Nope. Did you go?
7: It wasn't me. Anyway. Seeing
4: Red State in L.A., it wasn't me. (laughs) Did you really see
1: it or not? No, I I didn't see it. Okay. I saw it. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we're going to be on the uh new kevin smith uh smodcast internet radio we're going to be advertising this podcast on there so we're if, if you're listening to this after listening to that you know we're I'll sorry we'll never as see usual. you again yeah yeah <laughs> so, so sorry to uh burst your bubble but uh this isn't nearly as entertaining but you yeah, know we have a good time and they're usually better than this one this one's kind of sucking. all right all right I'm putting them over yeah. I swear they usually suck less. I I I think in my mind they do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we're going to do some advertising on there. We might, might be on CNN, and we're going to be doing some more giveaways, and so uh, like us. Like, like yeah, us on for, Facebook, and, doing and, uh, and, and follow us on Twitter, and, and uh, get some free shit, you know, whether or not I'm you on actually Twitter, like Kevin. us. Just pretend to like us. It's, I just kind of right. post
4: half jokes nowadays. What's that? I <laughs> said so I just kind of post half jokes nowadays on the old Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Which half? Uh, not the funny half. Oh, all right. Post a lot of setups. No jokes. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> and then drop it.
1: So, uh, anybody got anything else or are we done? All right. Well, I'll see you all play now.
2: On, play on, player.
1: Alright, so uh for Matt and Dune and Carl and Elliot and uh no crows this time, you're welcome. And for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan and this is Comics
4: Online. Fuck Comics Online <laughs> Shh hey, don't say that. Oh sorry. Comics Online is a website. <laughs> What the f- <laughs> i hear rumors it's all over the internet
0: comics online dude speaking of comics sign in to comicsonline.com or like comics online at facebook or follow these motherfuckers on twitter at comics online just as the way as it sounds is how it's spelled if you like uh, kevin if you like your shit kevin smith 30 listen to the comics online podcast available on itunes for slightly less Analingus, read the reviews and watch the interviews at comicsonline.com.
3: Disclaimer. The opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less wielding Thor's hammer. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, taking out the trash and biting sarcasm as well as everything hip-pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions for the comics online podcasters, we invite you to post in our forums at comicsonline.com, follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook group, and you can always email us at podcast at comicsonline.com or call us at one 559 love That's 1-559-568-4335. All original material in this podcast. Copyright Comics Online. Comics Online. Everything geek pop culture.